Hi listeners, Kilobyte here giving you another disclaimer. We seem to be having some interference from a rival podcast set up by the Combaticons next to us at Swerve's Bar. And that's why Onyx Mike is a little bit on the fritz. We would like to apologize for the inconvenience, but do hope you enjoy the episode. We will try to get this sorted out as soon as possible, but onwards with the show. Commencing operation misinformation. Have you ever been given information stating the Decepticons are bad? Now think about who provided this information. Wake up, Sheepacrons. That's what the Autobots want you to think. Think about who runs the Senate, law enforcement. It's all propaganda. Earthlings, I urge you to do your own research. Find out the truth or you are being deceived. Enough of me ranting. I know, I know. You'd rather listen to me than this podcast, but unfortunately, I must continue the fight against our oppressors. It is a full-time job. Now then, let's tune into the show. to the podcast where we are currently recapping the events of Transformers IDW 2019 continuity. I'm Onyx Prime with my two wonderful co-hosts here. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. And I'm Clickbait. Moving on with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Transformers Galaxy Issues 7 through 12. And as always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't read them already, we highly recommend you go back, read them, then come and listen to the podcast. We have a goal to reach 500 subscribers, so hit that subscribe button, ring the bell, because we'll be doing a brand new giveaway that we've never done before. So, tell your friends it's a good time. Now, onwards with the podcast. With that clickbait, do you mind giving us the fun facts and trivia about the comics we are discussing for today's episode? Absolutely. Let's get started with some fast facts on this episode. Number of comics. We've got six. Uh, issue 7 was released on July 8th of 2020, with issue 12 being released December 30th of that same year. Our writers for these comics are going to be Sam Maggs and Brandon Easton, with our artists being Beth McGuire-Smith, Umi Miao, Andrew Griffith, with colors by Josh Burcham. Again, with the names every time. Our trivia for these episodes are going to be in issue 7, Gage and Accelerator are both referred to as curate a real-world religious rank that differs from one branch of Christianity to the next. Its usage here, however, suggests something closest to the Catholic term of an assistant to a high-ranking parish priest. Similarly, here tech is referred to as a plenary, an obscure Catholic term. In issue ARC uses a psychic patch on Gage, a device that originally appears in the Transformers Prime episode Sick Mind and made several other appearances throughout the show. More recently, however, the device played a major role in the first season of the Cyberverse cartoon as a mechanism by which Bumblebee pieced together his scrubbed memories, much like Gage does here. In issue 10, the alien battleship the Fist of Icon shoots down is drawn to resemble a Mon Calamari star cruiser from War Star. Wait, nope, sorry, Star Wars. This theme is continued in the next issue. You know, I'm really not sure at this point anymore. There's so many. The humans have gone crazy with the stars. Just get up there already. Quit <laughs> mess 
pissing around on Earth and they'll figure it out themselves. Anyways, this theme is continued in the next issue where the shuttle that Magnus takes down to the surface of Sadar is drawn to resemble a miniature version of the Hammerhead Corvettes that appeared in Rogue One. And for the final issue, number 12, all the G1 references, Ultra Magnus attempts to contact Omega Supreme on frequency G1. Magnus describes Omega as one of the many city guardians, a reference to the episode War Dawn. Alpha Trans holograms of the past include a glimpse of an art class ship. Classic. Man, Classic. <laughs> I'm losing Classic. my ability to speak. What a mouthful. It was a lot. You're telling me. <laughs> I feel oh tired after primus. you reading that. I'm more tired after me reading it. <laughs> I, I'm envious I actually of Kilo, not... Kilo's next job here. With these summaries. <laughs> it's super wow. hard. Wow, if only I could be this, this lucky. Now I know why I do the <laughs> trivia. Nobody else wants to read them. <laughs> Race to accept the truth of the reversionist cause, Gage wavering faith leads her to discover a secret that might overturn everything she thinks she knows. And as always, this information has been taken from the wiki. And again, a special shout out to our patrons, our supporters. Thank you so much for supporting us and helping you us awesome. with these episodes. We love you. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do this. So thank you. Thank you so much. Shall we get started? Shall we get started? Let's. <laughs> Continuing when we last <laughs> left off with Gage, RC and Greenlight, except RC and Greenlight are nowhere to be found, and Gage seems to have lost parts of their memories and is fighting brainwashing of the reversionists. Any scenes that stand off to either of you as she goes through these routines? I was so confused at the start of this. I was not sure how much time had passed. What has happened at first? I thought maybe this is a flashback, but no, we're still here. But where's RC and Greenlight? And everybody raise a servo if you despise hair tech. What? And what a badly behaved bot. How dare he pick on little sweet Gage? That is so rude. Okay, now put your servos away because that's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, Heretic, I think this is the truly the first time we're getting to see more of him. We see he's a, he's in the IDW 2005 continuity for exactly one panel. And we hear about him later on being killed by uh the DJD. But this is he he's a bad person. A bad person. He he's so rude. I love the imagery. The the white uh of the other bots like they're already united in this and brainwashed but meanwhile gauge is blue and accelerator uh is pinkish in color right and, they stand out yeah so they stand out i love mm -hmm. that imagery so eventually gauge finds rc and Greenlight, who tell her she's being brainwashed into a cult and rc was able to bring her memories back with the tool that is similar to a Brine cartoon? Yes. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, but the revisionists are like up to something bigger, and it's up to Gage to find out. And what does she find out, and how? What does Heretic want Gage to do? Brainwash the people. Let's time. break down <laughs> this cortical psychic patch really quick. So, like we said in our fast facts, we do see this pretty much first in Transformers Prime, and. Typically, up until this point, we've seen this used by a set of two bots, which is what its purpose 
pretty much is for, where you have one bot who's being subjected to the cortical psychic patch or their memories are being searched through, and one who's doing the searching or the interrogation, whatever the purpose is for, depending on whether the bot is conscious, unconscious, information's being sought, etc. But I had not seen it done on just one bot before. I'm not sure if maybe that was a little bit unexpected, if RC maybe expected Gage to not grab both sides of the cortical psychic patch, which she probably shouldn't have, considering Gage knows nothing, which they established by when they said, oh, it's as we feared, her memory's been wiped. So I'm not, I'm not really sure how the mechanics of that work, if they maybe overlooked it, or if it's something we don't know about the cortical psychic patch. I mean, it is primarily Decepticon technology. It's even now still kind of hard to get information on it. But it's really cool how now we're dealing with this brainwashing and this conditioning and it's super fascinating because there's a lot of parallels to how we've seen some various human religions do this and it's curious how the intents of the leaders can be so different than what the followers believe followers believe their intent truly is and it it really shows you the dangers of consistency how humans, oh, yeah. humans are, are built very similar to, to Cybertronians they're built to grow to learn to question everything and you should be wary of anything that says otherwise that says no question don't grow oh, just do what we tell you as we tell you when we tell you it's so cool i love that it's so full of like these kind of extra little messages where if you take a second to think about it it's kind of giving you a little hint to think about yeah, something fight the system fight the system which is system. very reminiscent of megatron origins if you haven't read it and when uh in the idw 2005 continuity when optimus or i guess he was orion pax breaks into the senate and preaches about questioning the system yes. very mm -hmm. much reflects that or echoes it in some way what what is it that heretic wants to do here i'll let clickbait answer that one <laughs> Oh, uh, massive reform. So we see him, he basically wants, he kind of wants the same thing that Megatron wants or that Shockwave wants. He wants the population of Cybertron to have it his way or the highway. He, wa he wants to give Cybertronians a singular chance to convert to the reversionist cause or perish, or as he says, uh, return to the eternal embrace of price, I believe he puts it. So we're seeing this kind of... Do it my way or die. Yes. That we're kind of seeing as a no, parallel I, I here. I like the highway metaphor because there's a lot of highways on Cybertron. <laughs> Let me get this correct. And so, Earth, too. The reversionists leave Cybertron because of the conflict that's going on there. And we find out this is within a week. They turn around and come back to Cybertron. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it no is, little sense. It makes no sense. Okay. So with their plan thwarted by Gage, RC, and Greenlight, Heretech is beaten, not killed, and the Reversionists elected a new leader, Accelerator, which also not a... It's like the next bad guy. It, he, she was also bad. I know. And decided to lead Cybertron once again for the stars. Quote, unquote, for real don't this worry, time. Back. I don't believe this <laughs> for a second. Back. During this arc, because Gage has a moment uh, where she has a radio or amplifier or something, and I thought it was a good story arc, sure. It had a cliche of like, oh, both sides are wrong, but we should choose our own direction. One side was definitely worse in this case. I thought it was cute. Case. I liked sure. the idea. I agree with you. But I liked the idea. But Gage doesn't know that. Gage That's why it works. That's why it's so cool. She doesn't really know. One side is worse at the moment. Because she was literally a day old when she left, right? She left. Right. But she they only messed with her mind, so she doesn't think she's a, a day old. Right. 
the reversionist messed with her mind, right? So to, to her mm-hmm. perspective, yeah. it would feel like she would definitely think the reversionists are the bad ones, right? From her perspective, yes and no. seeing the Autobots do anything bad, right? Yeah, but at the same time, in her mind, the reversionists are all she's known. She's, in her mind, had months, years, whatever, to be with them. So even understanding and knowing that she's been brainwashed, it's really hard to still get past those biases, just strictly from like a psychological standpoint. So even though she's seen the Autobots do nothing wrong, she's still more inclined to think well of the reversionists, or at least less badly than she would as an outsider like RC and Greenlight, just because to her, that's really all she's known. She has these memories of hers that don't actually exist, that are really only a week long, but that she thinks she's had for a very long time. Right, She talks about in the beginning how this sure. has been her whole life, and it insinuates that it's been years. She absolutely understands at a basic level that the reversionists are worse than the Autobots. She just is having... You know, it's hard to to, to flip that switch. It, it is. And that's what, what was the whole uh, mind link that... Uh, I think it was Greenlight, right? It was Greenlight that helped her with that, or RC? With the psychic her, patch? It was RC, it was RC, right? Get her memories back. It was RC, so yeah. She actually has a version of what really happened to her and what was fake. Sure, there might be some blurs because maybe she needs some more time to not be disoriented. It just, that portion was very, oh, but both sides are bad to me, which isn't, it, it is the reality of the situation, right? N- but not to her understanding beyond of what right. she's seen. I don't know. It... But she kind of comes to term with that in her own sure. young way. And yeah. so I liked that, that, you know, even though she was young, she was still able to make her own informed decision for mm-hmm. what she understood to be the better cause. And I liked sure. that. Kilo, you've been quiet. Yeah, it's been a hot discussion over there. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... We're having a formal debate. I love yeah. it. I love it. Great. I'm always here to debate. So I, I just, I got confused. A little bit towards when they uh, attacked Cybertron because it looked like Cybertron was in the midst of the war or a battle mm-hmm. of some kind, but then it, it, this, the reversion is also attacked, so like they're fighting. So I got a little bit confused there towards the end. I was like, were they fighting or were they not fighting? Like, because at the end they're like helping each other and they like heard Gage's uh, speech. So I was I was a little bit kind of confused of when this takes place of like compared to imagine what the we poor security before, forces, you know. Yeah, I know. So, That'd be so uh, confused. They'd be so confused. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I if that's all, you want to move to the next set of comics? Yeah, we can move on. I think so. I don't. I don't really have any quick quotes for this. Most of it was actually Gage talking to herself. Right. I did have a theory at the beginning, and I thought it was like a she was connected to a machine, and it was all in her head. So uh, she wasn't brainwashed Ooh. per se, but it was like she was living in a simulation. Because green light not wrong though, right? Yeah, yeah, but, you're technically not wrong. But it was more it was more of a brainwash. It wasn't more of like they needed to awaken her. It was more of you know, they they erased her right, memories. Right. But that, that was my explanation of why Greenlight and RC weren't there at the beginning. I was like, Oh, this seems like, you know, definitely simulation kinda because because also Gage mentions that, you know, they're repeating every day was the same cycle. So you know, it looks like a hollow kinda like a a cycle of uh, in a hologram or a virtual environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our next comics follow Ultra Magnus Chrome Dome on the search for Alpha Trion, beginning with some flashbacks of the war with Magnus and Megatron working side by side. Any scenes that stick out to either of you, assuming 
Kilo, you want to talk about Spinister. Yes. I love Spinister. <laughs> Spinister's back. The beginning of it, when the when we get the little glimpse in the past, the memory of Magnus in the in the threefold spark war. And I like it, but it was also a little bit blurry. And and I know that's kind of the art style, but it was kind of hard to focus on things. So I'm like, oh, are right. my mm-hmm. are my optics aligned correctly? Because I can't really <laughs> like it looks so blurry. It almost it felt old, like you know? one of those Earthlings, like the half red, half blue glasses to make it look 3D. <laughs> but uh, it was it was a cool a cool backstory, and I love uh, Ultra Magnus's armor there. And then they change it to the the Siege one. I'm like, oh no, it was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> So, what are our thoughts on Octane and a few damaged Cybertronians from when the tether fell? That's messed That's up. That's rude. That's messed why you up. Be, why are you doing that? It's so rude. He's selling I, Cybertronian for parts. That's messed up. I know. I can't. I don't like it. And Spinister's like doing the Spinister, same thing. But <laughs> I know. Yeah. How could he yeah. do this to me? I, how, like, huh, I don't get They're it. are doing some bot traffic love... in here. I love, I love Spinister's... I character design uh i don't condone what he's doing here uh i yeah. loved him in 2005 because <laughs> he was the dumb himbo but this one i'll hopefully he'll come back and maybe i'll warm up to it but he's definitely being a little bit too mean but again it, i haven't seen much of ministers i haven't straight to, jail. <laughs> straight to jail yeah he is going to jail but like i i feel like I haven't seen Spinister in anything other than the 2005 comics. So, like, he hasn't had a lot of character development. I don't know if he was in G1 at all. I know he had a toy. But, like, if this is a different version, I'm, like, I'm willing to kind of see where it goes. If they even kind of come back to him. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, I liked his scythe uh, helicopter mm-hmm. propeller thing. It was kind of cool. Uh, but I do not condone his actions. He's been a yes. bad boy. Yeah. I, yes. No bot trafficking, please. We find this out. Do, we will also send you to jail. Speaking on this a lighter like note, let's talk about Leo. I think convoy. Wait, wait, wait! Don't forget Alpha Trion. Yeah, victory Leo. Yeah, we don't, yeah, Leo. We'll get there. We'll get we there. We don't he's, see him in a lot yet. of things. No, we do. Pop up. Yeah, he he appears more than most. <sighs> but victory Leo, I was so happy. I just got the victory saver, Leo, and the victory Leo that. from from the Haslab. Uh, you know, I say recently, but it was last year, and I'm I'm so happy to see them here. I, I love that the the IDW writers bring the the Japanese exclusive characters mm-hmm. to the Western media uh, on Earth, and it's just amazing to see these characters kind of get the spotlight, and you know more fans will get to enjoy them and see them, and so I'm I'm just so happy to see him here. Yeah, so we'll get to what Clickbait's talking about. They find Alpha Triumph. Who has made Woo. some terrible partners? Example A: Sound Blaster, who wants what he was owed from a bargain they yes. made, which was what? Energon, for a ship. It, at the I beginning. think it was parts. Not just for parts that. For it was knowledge something. for money, right? Well, yeah. there's the, the. I don't. I don't really know. The, bot, the story it. changes. <laughs> yeah, the story does yeah. change. Alphatron is. Uh, it tells us one thing, and then we learn another thing. I don't know if Alphatron's telling the truth here, but yeah, but definitely Soundbuster wanted money. I think he's telling part of the truth. <laughs> right, 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 right. But still, and lying. Who, who takes? Who makes a deal offering seventy-five percent of a cut with a nearly zero percent chance of survival? Like <laughs> I wouldn't take those odds does. either. I, I would not does, take those odds either. I love him for it. <laughs> 
I, I'm genuinely confused. Debate, like, debate, debate. 10 debate. out of 10, like, good effort on the quiet. delivery. Good effort on the delivery. But, man, what kind of deal are you offering? No bot in their right mind is going to take that bargain. And he holds no power. Where Spinister had the crew hostage, Sound Blaster pretty much has no power to even encourage taking a deal like that. No, Sound Blaster only had Alpha Trion and... He was fighting Ultra Magnus. I don't think he was going to make it out alive if he pushed it even more. <laughs> but I, I love I, mean, I love seeing seeing him here, so I'm I'm happy. Yeah, and I had some I had some favorite scenes in this section as well. Uh, backing up a touch, I loved the concept of Galactic Standard. I mm-hmm. you know we kind of have our Bawi, Grana Weep, Nanny Bong, our universal greeting. So I liked the concept of kind of at least in brief for brief messages that everybody needs to know, like we come in peace, you know, a galactic standard. I thought that was super cool. Um, I also loved how realistic the concepts of war have been, even in galaxies itself. We've got uh, consequences, politics, collateral damage. And one of my favorite things that they've done so far is reinforce the loss of his- the loss of history and culture in battle, which brings me to one of my clickbaits quick quotes, <laughs> uh, where it's Magnus and Tryon. And Magnus is saying, Culture is the first casualty of war. History is replaced by the conquering army. Mm-hmm. And Alpha Trion comes back and he says something about that being spoken like a, a warrior, like he would expect a soldier to think. But and it begs the question, do the vanquished deserve to have their legacies replaced or erased? We see this even on Earth history and human history. The winning army, the winning force is the one who writes what happened. So it's super cool. I believe they're referencing um, some events that happened in Tarn quite some time ago. Mm-hmm. And so it was super cool how they are reinforcing all these super realistic consequences and concepts that happen maybe for human readers who haven't quite understood those concepts yet. I love it. It's great. Such I a agree. fun introduction. And then yeah. when he find when Magnus finds Octane, I loved when he went, uh, my status is fine. However, I've located an agitator. His status is about to go offline if he doesn't start <laughs> answering some questions. That was great. I loved that. I love this Magnus. Like, yes, he's got a super strict honor code, but he is not afraid to throw down with words or fists. I'm here he's for it. Definitely a different take from the previous continuity. I love it's it. It's like a mix of the previous continuity in because it he's serious. But then he also kind of cracks jokes, but then Chrome is like, oh, bad that was jokes? A jo- yeah, they're bad <laughs> yeah. jokes. The previous really Magnus didn't jokes. really care for jokes. At least this one tries. <laughs> yeah, so no, I great. love it. So in the end, we find out through time distortion from a black hole gravity well, says Ultra Magnus, and his crew have been gone for 70 cycles. But we get a scene where Sound Blaster was back on Cybertron 66 cycles earlier. How does he have a teleporting device? There's so many mysteries. What's going on? Well, he went through the through the dark hole. It could have been a wormhole kind of thing, no? It could have been, or it could have had mm. like some sort of other time adjustment, like you go deeper into it in the time series back up. I don't know. It's a black hole. You have different pockets of like mass and gravity, and you could theoretically correlate to like the amount of chocolate time needs spent to explain. Yeah, chocolate yeah, sure does need will. to explain. I'm sure he will. I do like that chocolate design. How... He looks very, he looks more bulky now compared oh, he to looks when we so last great. time. He's like, yeah, okay, he's... I'm ready. I'm ready I don't to fight think he's Megatron. Let Megatron now. do it again. You know what I yeah, mean? I think that's definitely. what happened. I don't for. think so. But I don't think he's gonna face to face argue with Megatron again. I think he'll he'll do it all behind his back in his typical yeah. shockwave right. manner. But Somewhere I do love how 
how Magnus when he's coming back. Seeing Shockwave here, man, I really need to get a seed Shockwave. <laughs> I didn't get yeah. one, but I really need one. Oh, it was really nice. I like. I have that one and the Galaxy Wave. Nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. But I loved how Any when Magnus is coming items? back to Cybertron. Yes, I have other items. We get a little <laughs> teaser at the end with the Insecticons. <laughs> so oh, Shockwave managed great. to take them by using parts of other Cybertronians. So. That's uh, also a no-no. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. That's going to play really well here in a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. And my final thing is I like the Chrome Dome design. It's a mix of the Titan's Return Chrome Dome uh, toy, at least for the body. But then the head is the, the IDW 2005 head, which I kind of like the like the broad shoulders. and like I love the 2005 design for Chrome Dome, but I like this one too because he's a little bit more bulky, but he also has like more plating... And it's a little bit more three dimensional. I don't know if that makes sense, but like I like uh, I like how this one looks as well. I think he's cute. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I loved how when they're coming back to Cybertron and Magnus is trying to get caught up on what's happening. He has all these messages that come to his inbox. He's like, "Oh no, this is Megatron." Yeah, no, he's cool. Wait a second, what is he doing? Oh no, oh no! And I love how they're reinforcing again how much Megatron has changed from these people who knew him. We've seen it with Orion, we've seen it with Wheeljack, we've seen it with Termagax, we've seen it with now Magnus too. And um, if we back up just a little bit more times two, because I have two points that are backed up a little bit. <laughs> One of my clickbait quick quotes is when Magnus is trying to get Alpha Trion out of Soundmaster's control. He chucks a grenade at Soundblaster, and Soundblaster goes, Are you insane? That grenade will kill us both! And Magnus, I can just imagine how smug he was about this moment, when he's like, Yeah, it would. If it were any but a flashbang, and the button oh, yeah. and the gun, and I love that. That was great. I was like, oh man, Magnus. No grenades by that was clickbait. wonderful. Yes, I love it. Wonderful. And then another fun fact to note is in on page 265, if you're following along in the volume of this, the old uh, Altrion pulls up an image of what appears to be the Ark. And on it, there's some kind of text that's kind of wrapping around the image. And you can't read all of it. Some of it goes out of frame. But what you can read says, the seeds of the... I buried in the... And then it says what I assume is the past because it starts with a P. But I love that they're incorporating... Our Cybertronian language into this. It's so great. It's always fun to see your language represented in human media or just media in general. So I think that's I think that's my last point is I love when they're able to incorporate it accurately and not just make it gibberish like they did in certain other shows that we're not talking about <laughs> right now. But I loved it. It was great. And then Magnus's little armor change again was super fun. Definitely got an yeah, upgrade got in the up. looks and fashion department. So <laughs> <laughs> it was fun yeah it poor sound fun. blaster he done messed up poor sound blaster <laughs> poor like, sound you know shockwave was like hey i still have a use for you so it's fine probably gonna feed him to the insecticods <laughs> i don't know we'll see because I, I i think they're gonna address at, at one point shockwave is gonna get mad or something it'll be like ah oh, you're a clone or something so i'm interested to see if he's actually a clone or he just if he's his own kind of character so the, I'm, I'm more interested in that than seeing if he's going to survive or not. <laughs> they left him a mystery, didn't they? To. They did, they did. He kind of, he mentions like, hey, I have you here, but he doesn't, he never specifies like, oh, I created you or anything like that. <laughs> we just see Soundblaster kind of be like, oh, forgive me, my master. So you can kind of assume it could be a possibility. Are we ready mm -hmm. for Rob Stars? We are. I think so. 
Elbite, lead us the way. Somehow I knew you were going to call me first. <laughs> I don't you know you it. go first this time. I will go first it's been a next while. time. No, next it hasn't. Time. It's yeah, been a while. I'm pretty first sure it has been. Recording. No, I don't think it has been. The one before that. Yeah, the one before that. Yeah, but there's been one before this no, one. So I'm now pretty sure that was Kilo. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 This is a majority. This is a majority. The editor I am the editor. What do you mean? Right, fine, 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 fine. I'll remember this. Goodbye, Mantics. Rod Star Radio. Hang on a second. I'm going to give this four Rod Stars, I think. It's pretty good. I really enjoy the Ultra Magnus arc. I enjoy the... The gauges arc, although there's some things I think could use a little bit more work. I think, uh, in in my opinion, I think there should be a little bit more explaining. Maybe the Autobots can also be bad to kind of explain more gauges' feelings towards the thing. I enjoy Ultra Magnus's interactions with everybody. I would like to see more Spinister and their deal going on. Like a little bit more showing rather than telling of what they do, even though what they do is awful. But that's where I am for. First of all, how, how dare you? You sound very, you per, you sound very far away. I'm that's far okay. Again. It's Kilo Bites turn now. I excuse you. Don't get to just say that and then just move on with your life like you didn't just say something terrible. That's rude. <laughs> how dare you? You better watch out when it comes to my one shot, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners. Keep an eye on this one, okay? I don't trust him. <laughs> Proceed with caution. Now, now you can go ahead, Kilobyte. I'll be, I'll be temporarily silent. For my rating, uh, this will probably be a four point five. I know I've given five before. Uh, it's good. I really enjoyed it. I had fun with the Ultra Magnus one. Uh, the Gauge one well, it was fun, but I was a, uh, I was hoping for more. It kind of ended, it ended happy. We're like, hey, I get to decide and I'm happy with RC and green light. And I'm like, well, not for long because the war is coming. So uh, this is definitely going to go south soon. So it was kind of, and it also was kind of hard to tell if it was happening after Megatron took control because there's kind of, you, when they arrive, there's fire and some buildings. So I kind of was lost a little bit on when that was taking place. Uh, but other than that, four point five. They they were they were fun read. Click, I, I I got it. I got it, sir. Thank shh. you very much. Ah oh, man, you get in a debate with one person, <laughs> and all of a sudden they think they can just talk whenever they want. I'm gonna go get a drink. I'll be right back. Yeah, you do that. Anyways, I really enjoyed this arc. Maybe not as much as where we've been before with these characters and with these comics in the past. I had a blast with all the different concepts, but I felt like it kind of would touch on one and start to get into it and then switch to another one. And then they would start on one and they would kind of dig into a concept and then switch to another one. So I liked where it went. I wish it would have committed a little bit more to where it was going, maybe made the issues a little bit longer thing. So even though it had a good foundation, I think it could have done better, especially in the character development part, especially when we're seeing such a heavy level of character development in the main body of this comic series. So I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. It was great. I still loved it. It's still a wonderful story. It just isn't quite where our other issues have been. 
but that's my cool, reading. Cool. Well, listeners, yeah. if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Any toys? Any new toys? I got the Bumblebee Jazz figure. The Buzzworthy oh, Bumblebee Jazz figure. The Origin Jazz. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Origin Jazz. Yeah, yeah, nice. It's really cute. He's cute. I like him a lot. He's a lot of fun. He just, he's, he's so clean he's got nice little body and nice little transformation the nice little car i love I like it. the i like the the bot mode for that figure the not the car mode is bad uh but like the the bot mode look definitely looks very clean and that like doesn't have a lot of kibble and it's mm-hmm. great it's very sleek and i think it looks I very good it. yeah uh, i don't have any new toys it's been a while uh but once i get something new i'll let you know listeners <laughs> i need more shelf space that's what i need <laughs> next up listeners go ahead and email us with suggestions of what kilobyte should get next we got to keep him going <laughs> keep him rolling I have, okay? I have some pre-orders but i i there's not my stores online where i get all the shipments shipped to cybertron are not stocking up the the toys that i need so it's been hard getting you them. gotta pay for the intergalactic shipping man it gotta get it here oh, it's it's that, that intergalactic expensive. premium tier so expensive. Well, we'll have to go talk to Swerve about about the the cut again because this is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I think last time we we tried to negotiate for five percent, we somehow ended up with less than what we were getting before. That's yeah, because so. I wasn't there. Well, maybe okay, you can help okay. us. Probably can. Okay, are you two ready for Transformers Volume Four, issues twenty five to thirty? I'm ready. Absolutely. Clickbait. Do you mind taking us out? Absolutely. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you want to help out the show even further, we have started a Patreon as well as opening a Redbubble page where you can get all sorts of fun merch based around our podcast. We have t-shirts, stickers. You can even buy your little furry four-legged pets. What are they called? Dogs? I think they're dogs. You can buy them bandanas. They're so cute. Wombats. What about a koala? Is that it? I've never seen a human with a pet shark. A pet shark? Probably. You know, humans yeah. will will pet anything they can get their grubby little hands on. It's fascinating. I would not go near yeah. half of the stuff that humans try to pet. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways, all the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we do have some tiers that offer other forms of gratitude, such as 3D files and entry to our Discord channel, where you can see the chaos firsthand even get early access to our comic reviews a week before their public release we also have a goal to reach 500 subscribers at which point we'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway that we've never done before so go ahead and click that subscribe button and tell your friends it's a good time because we all know it is and as always we hope you're staying safe out there thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time till all are one till all are one till all are one Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swarsbar Podcast, and even on Tumblr. Yes, with everything going on on Twitter, we figured we should cover our bases. Speaking of which, you can also find us on Twitter at Swarsbar, if that's still a thing. If you're interested in more content, try checking out our spin-off D&D series, Transform and Rollout. Season 3, titled Eons, is now available. Let's tune in to a preview now.
and roll damage. I just want to say I really enjoy that your mic picks up your hands rubbing together. <laughs> I've been caught. <laughs> Finally, old lady's gonna throw some punches. Grandma, please, <laughs> Domina. <laughs> you got a big ship. Big beautiful ship. That's why I called her. What was her name? Big beautiful ship. Oh, so, oh, I'm, I'm sorry for, <laughs> for for I I got confused. I have no idea what I'm doing here. <laughs> I feel that okay. every day at my job. Every day. Every day. Is the elevator even safe? Probably not. Then a noise starts to come out of the vent. Excuse you. Louder. Excuse, hang on. No, closer. no. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> well, that was certainly something. There is also a YouTube channel with bonus content, such as video games containing funny comments and trendy shorts. A link will be provided below. And if you're so inclined, you can support us on Patreon, where you can get even more bonus content, such as reading files, access to their Discord, and listen to the content before it's released to the public. More links will be provided below. End transmission.